Good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Spats on Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 7th of March 2022. This is Daily Sports News. This is a Ukrainian band in the song called Zaprosi Mene Usni Svoyi. 
Invite me to your dreams. Ukraine invites us to the dream about freedom, the dreams of um, being part of the Western world. And us, what do we do? Um, they are like a, a little brother of ours, a little brother that is beaten up, beaten up by a thug. And uh, what do we do? We are afraid not to irritate the bear. We are, irrit we are afraid not to, in it to irritate the thug. Uh, we're helping our little brother, but our little brother is suffering. Sometimes, obviously, a little brother manages to beat the thug, and, uh, and that happens in, sp in the world of sports as well. Uh, rarely, but it happens. So let's hope for the best this time as well. Um, going to the sports world, uh, there were a number of uh, very interesting games being played in the NBA. And uh, yesterday was a rematch of the NBA finals of the previous season, where um, Milwaukee Bucks beat um, the Phoenix Suns. So this was a rematch. Uh, Chris Middleton scored 44 points and Bucks rallied to beat the Phoenix Suns. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday made sure that the Milwaukee Bucks withstood the problem with Giannis Anetokounmpo. The problem that Giannis Anetokounmpo had was the foul trouble. He had to sit down close to the end of the uh, of the game uh, with five fouls and then was fouled out with just one minute left. Uh, this was uh, probably uh, one of the toughest three-game stretch that Milwaukee Bucks are going to have this season, but managed to get through that uh, three-game stretch pretty much unscathed. Middleton scored a season high of 44 points and Drew Holiday got 24 for the Bucks, who rallied to beat the shorthanded Phoenix Suns 132-122 on Sunday for the fourth consecutive victory. Holiday scored 17 points and Middleton had 16 in the 16 points in the fourth quarter, and they both helped the Bucks outscore the Suns 12 to one over the last three minutes. Incredible. They are the first Bucks teammates to each score at least 15 fourth quarter points in the same game over the last 25 seasons, according to the Elias Sports Bureau, the statistics provided by NBA. We love being in those type of games. Uh, this is what Drew Holiday said after the game. They are really a good team. We cannot know what it takes, especially in moments like that, when it takes what it takes to win games. The Bucks won their fourth straight overall and third in the last five days. Just look at this. Milwaukee beat the Eastern Conference leading Miami Heat 120-119 to on Wednesday night. Then they beat Chicago Bulls 118-112 on Friday night. And Chicago Bulls at that time, they were uh, the number two in the Eastern Conference. And now they knocked off the Phoenix Suns, who own the NBA's best records, 51 wins. 
Milwaukee managed to erase a 14-point deficit in the final six minutes of the Heat game and trailed the Bulls by seven points at the start of the fourth quarter. So this was not a new situation for them. We're just trying to lock in a little better. Uh, This is what uh, Drew Middleton said probably about their defense. We've spoken on it multiple times in the past where we've had these lapses and whatnot. We're trying to be dialed in, trying to be your best self for 48 minutes out there. This was the Phoenix Suns' first visit since uh, that uh, sixth game of the NBA Finals when Aneta Kumpo scored 50 points in a 105-98 game, a victory for the Bucks and their first NBA title in 50 years. In their only previous matchup this season, the Suns won it 131-107. to And that game was played in Phoenix on February 10th. And obviously, a totally different circumstances of that game when you've got your own fans near the court. This time, Aneto Kumpo only had 19 points, nowhere near the 50, 13 rebounds and 6 assists in 31 minutes before fouling out with just 1 minute 12 seconds to go. This was a big statement game for us. We really wanted to get that win, said Phoenix Phoenix players Jay Crowder, who scored 19 points. I am really disappointed with how we finished the game. The Suns, as I mentioned before, were shorthanded. They were playing without their usual all-star starting backcourt of Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Booker missed his third game straight due to the NBA health and safety protocol, which is the euphemism for uh, being infected with coronavirus. And Chris Paul broke his right thumb on the 16th of February. Phoenix also were missing Cam Johnson two days after he scored 38 points and made a buzzer-beater three-pointer in a win against New York Knicks. The Phoenix Suns beat New York 115-114. to Johnson has a bruised right quadriceps. So that's his problem. Hopefully he's going to be back soon. DeAndre Ayton led the Suns with 30 points, campaign added 23, Landry Shamet 17 and Mikal Bridges 14. Uh, for uh, Mil- Milwaukee Bucks, Serge Ibaka had 14 points and 10 rebounds, uh, Jordan Nuora uh, 12 and Grayson Allen added 10. So there was uh, uh, quite a few Milwaukee Bucks uh, players who contributed to that uh, classic win. The Suns led 107-102 when Anatokounmpo went to the bench after picking up his fifth foul and there was uh, something like 7 minutes 40 left uh, to go with that game but the Bucks outscored the Sun 8 Suns 18-11 in the 4 plus minutes when Anatokounmpo missed and uh, uh, owned a 120-118 lead when the two-time MVP returned with just three minutes remaining. And then Holiday and Middleton combined for 16 of the Bucks, 18 points during that stretch. Excuse me. <coughs> so uh, Phoenix Suns um, were not successful against Milwaukee Bucks. On Saturday, 
Golden State Warriors were playing Los Angeles Lakers and this was a game of the two teams who were not playing very well quite recently um, it's a different situation of course between those teams because um, Golden State Warriors were still occupying the second spot in the Western Conference whereas Los Angeles Lakers have got a losing record and they are now the ninth in the ninth position in the Western Conference they would have to fight for uh, uh, to, to actually be in the playoffs if that remained. However, in that game between those classics, uh, classic teams, Golden State Warriors and Los Angeles Lakers, it was the king who came on top. LeBron James scored 56 points and Lakers beat Warriors to end that skid. Despite ranking third in NBA history in scoring and closing uh, fast on Karl Malone in second, uh, LeBron James has somehow never thought, never been thought as a, as a pure scorer. But on Saturday night, he showed that he's still more than capable of piling up points in a variety of ways. James scored a season-high 56 points and the Los Angeles Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors 124-116 to to snap a four-game losing streak. It was his third most points in a regular season game and 13th time he has had that at least 50. I feel pretty good with my game tonight. I felt pretty good with my game tonight, every part of the floor, and I was able to make a couple of plays to help us win, said James, who had a career-best 61 for Miami against Charlotte, but that was way back in 2014. James downplayed his 19 of 31 shooting, including 6 of 11 from three-point range, with three consecutive to put the Lakers up 100 to 97 in the fourth quarter. Friends and foes, foes were more than willing to praise his performance. He was phenomenal tonight, said Lakers forward Carmelo Anthony, who himself scored 14 points for the Lakers. The way that, that it came in the rhythm of the game and the flow of the game, us making that comeback and him being a big reason for us coming back and making that run that he did, he just put us back his back tonight he put us on his back tonight so he carried the team on Saturday against Golden State Warriors he also got praise from his opponents he's obviously such a handful coming downhill and then when he gets his three-point shot going like he did in the second half makes it pretty difficult to try and guard him. This is what the coach of uh, uh, Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr, said. He was brilliant tonight. LeBron was just amazing. Nice words from his opponents. Anthony completed a three-point play to give the Lakers 114-112 lead with just 3 minutes 29 to play and Malik Monk hit a three to extend that lead to five after Austin Reeves stole Curry's pass. James then threw down a thunderous alley-oop from Monk who stole the inbound pass after a Los Angeles turnover. 
Stephen Curry uh, cut the deficit to 119-116 with just 1 minute 06 left but Reeves grabbed the offensive rebound and Anthony hit a corner 3 allowing the Lakers to see it out so that's how it ended Curry had uh, 30 points for Golden State and Jordan Poole added another 23 but the Warriors have lost 4 straight games to drop to 3rd overall in ABA a half game behind Memphis and 8 and a half games behind Phoenix they, they restored that 2nd uh, uh, place after Memphis lost on a Sunday uh, there's more games coming so we've got to uh, do this ourselves we've got to dig out of the mud and nobody is going to help us that's what the, the coach of Golden State Warriors Stephen, uh, Steve Kerr said uh, it's a good game for Los Angeles Lakers not so good from uh, Golden State Warriors let us take a look at the overall standings both in the uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference. Miami Heat continue to lead the Eastern Conference with uh, 43 wins. Three wins ahead, three games ahead of Philadelphia 76ers, Milwaukee Bucks as well. And Chicago Bulls got down to the fourth place now with three and a half games behind Boston Celtics, four and a half games behind, and Cleveland Cavaliers five and a half. Uh, so the field is pretty uh, much packed in uh, Eastern uh, Conference. Uh, how about Western Conference then? Uh, Western Conference is led uh, still by Phoenix Suns despite that loss to Milwaukee Bucks. They are on 51 wins and 8 full games ahead of uh, Golden State Warriors and Memphis Grizzlies. Utah Jazz has got 10 and a half games uh, to a disadvantage uh, uh, from Phoenix Suns and Dallas Mavericks in the fifth place, Denver Nuggets in the sixth. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers, despite that win against the uh, uh, their opponents from Golden State Warriors, are still occupying uh, the ninth uh, position. Uh, let us take a look maybe at some of the games that I played on a Sunday. Brooklyn Nets lost to Boston Celtics 126-120. to Washington beat Indiana 133-123. Houston Rockets beat Memphis 123-112. Oklahoma City lost at home to Utah Jazz 103-116. Cleveland beat Toronto 104-96. And uh, what else is there? We've got uh, Los Angeles Clippers losing at home. That's surprise, surprise, a surprising loss to New York Knicks and uh, uh, quite uh, quite a big loss, uh, 93 to 116 in that late game. Uh, the Saturday and the weekend belong to the King. LeBron James is back, scoring 56 points, only five points shy of his record, all-time record in regular season. Uh, and we dedicate him a song by Kanye West, Power. The power is back. The King is back. Century, doing something mean to it, do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it, screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all 
schools closed, the prisons open. We ain't got nothing to lose, motherfucker. We rollin', huh? Motherfucker, we rollin' with some light skinned girls and some Kelly Rollins. In this white man world, we the ones chosen. So good night, cool world. I see you in the morning, huh? I see you in the morning. This is way too much. I need a moment. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking. I just Translation with a whole fucking nation. They say I was the abomination of Obama's nation. Well, that's a pretty bad way to start the conversation. At the end of the day, goddammit, I'm killing this shit. I know damn well y'all feeling this shit. I don't need your pussy, bitch. I'm on my own dick. I ain't got a power trip. Who you going home with? How you doing? I'm surviving. I was drinking earlier. Now I'm driving. What a bad bitch.
Kanye West Power LeBron James is back 56 points against Golden State Warriors and perhaps he can lead the Los Angeles Lakers to the playoffs and then who knows who knows what's going to happen in premiership a number of very interesting games over the weekend uh, players and coaches and fans showing their solidarity with uh, the Ukraine uh, it started all with uh, the game at Leicester City with Leeds and their new manager Jesse Marsh it was not uh, to be a successful debut for the new coach Harvey Barnes ensured that it wasn't Harvey Barnes scored in the 67th minute for Leicester Leeds uh, are getting closer and closer to the relegation zone a difficult situation uh, for that uh, team uh, there were other uh, other teams who were in trouble recently one of them is uh, Brentford uh, they were playing uh, the six point game against Norwich City on a Saturday with Christian Eriksen being in the starting lineup of Brentford when we were talking about the um, the weekend uh, and uh, cited the analysts of um, uh, Guardian they were saying that uh, Ivan Tony needs to find his scoring touch, needs to remember how it was when he was scoring for Brentford and he did that. He must have read The Guardian because otherwise I cannot imagine how he would have scored three goals in the 32nd minute, in the 52nd minute from the penalty and again in the 58th minute again from the penalty. By that time Brentford were already leading a three goals to one and uh, only uh, Timo Pukki scored in the added uh, time. Uh, what was surprising uh, was that um, Przemysław Poheta was not in the starting lineup, having played so well against Liverpool in the FA Cup. This time, Przemysław Poheta not only was not starting, but also never got a chance to get onto the pitch. Uh, on the other hand, we had Christian Eriksen, and even got booked Christian Eriksen in uh, that game. Later on, uh, he actually played the full game uh, for Brentford, so uh, he must have felt uh, really well. We're so happy for this uh, Danish uh, player that he he has recovered. He uh, is playing with the heart defibrillator and uh, that is why he couldn't continue his career in Serie A where uh, they do not allow players with uh, such a device to play. But in Premier League, uh, he is able to help his Danish friends at uh, Brentford. Um, in other games, um, the um, Newcastle United continue the revival uh, after being bought by the Saudi Arabian uh, owners who have got, uh, by the way, blood on their hands. Uh, but Newcastle uh, and their uh, coach... Uh, are able to uh, were able to get themselves out of the relegation zone and beat Brighton uh, two goals to one and uh, Brighton on the other hand continue the slide uh, Ryan Fraser scored for Newcastle in the 12th minute and then Fabian Shaw extended that lead to two goals uh, just two minutes later Brighton got just one back in the 55th minute but were unable to equalize um, uh, Polish international uh, Moder was um, starting, Jakub Moder was starting but was then later substituted. Uh, Brighton not in a great of forms uh, 
Uh, how about uh, Arsenal? Arsenal were playing against Watford, uh, and again they were uh, being reminded of uh, of that game from two years ago when they were leading to goals to nothing uh, under Unai Emery and could not uh, hold on. Uh, this time it was it was to be different. Even uh, early on, Martin Odegaard gave uh, Arsenal a lead in the fifth minute. Juan uh, Camo Hernandez equalized in the 11th, but Bukayo Saka extended uh, the result to two goals to one. And then mm, a brilliant combination of the whole team of Arsenal and Gabriel Martinelli scored the goal, giving uh, a 3-1 lead at Watford. Uh, Musa Sissoko got one back in 87th minute, but it was uh, too little, uh, too late for... Uh, for uh, Watford to get any points out of uh, that uh, game. So, uh, a number of interesting games, but uh, we haven't come to those that were supposed to be the most important ones. Uh, Let's uh, talk about those. Uh, Aston Villa uh, were playing at home home against Southampton, and this was uh, uh, a game with a number of footnotes, especially with Danny Ings playing for Villa after being transferred from Southampton. Uh, This time, Danny Ings was uh, in a good form, and uh, the, on the winning side uh, since uh, the um, uh, team under Steven Gerrard uh, got a nice win four goals to nil uh, Ollie Watkins scored in ninth minute uh, Douglas Lewis in the 44th Philip Coutinho in the 52nd and Danny Ings himself scored the fourth goal Southampton were well beaten four goals to nil but this was a Philip show the third most expensive footballer in the world Uh, he was transferred from Liverpool to Barcelona for 142 million pounds and never really played well for Barcelona but uh, this time at uh, Birmingham playing against Southampton he showed that he's way above the average players in the Premier League uh, so um, Aston Villa got uh, a genius, got themselves a genius who played uh, so well. And on the other hand, Ralph Hasenhüttl wasn't happy with the performance. I was not so happy with our tactical performance, um, said Ralph Hasenhüttl. We had big problems with the number 10, meaning they had problems with guarding Philip Coutinho. It was no wonder that Oriol Romeo, Southampton defensive midfielder who was supposed to guard Coutinho, walked off at halftime shaking his head. Coutinho's capacity to make excellence look effortless must have been uh, depressed. Look effortless uh, must have been really depressing for the Southampton player. For me, he was the man of the match, said uh, Stephen Gerrard. And remember, he can play. He could play. He had some incredible virtuoso displays in the past for Liverpool. He showed a level that was above the game at times and showed his form of old. It was a pleasure to be in the stadium. Uh, so um, uh, Coutinho provided the necessary spark for Aston Villa, but uh, he got help. He got help from Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings. Uh, Ollie and Danny were unplayable, said Stephen Gerrard. That relationship is building up nicely. So uh, Aston Villa is successful against uh, their uh, 
opponents from the seaside. Chelsea, on the other hand, totally in a different spirit. They uh, traveled to uh, Burnley for a matchup with the team that is trying to avoid uh, the relegation. Their mind must have been somewhere else, especially for the first 45 minutes. They uh, they looked like wounded players. They were uh, probably thinking about their future, uh, about uh, the uh, plans to sell Chelsea. Uh, they were probably thinking about their new owners, who they're going to be. Apparently, there was supposed to be a bid from a Swiss billionaire and the owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers by Sunday. We don't know whether that uh, bid actually uh, came in. Roman Abramovich is selling the team and he said that he wants to have that done by the 15th of March, which is like a fire sale, really. Uh, and we really don't know what Chelsea players are playing for these days. Are they playing for pride? Are they playing for escapism? Are they playing for third place? Are they playing for Thomas Tuchel's job? Or are they playing for their own jobs? Is anyone safe these days? So all these things were on the minds of Chelsea players and they had problems concentrating. So it was Burnley who had some some uh, opportunities uh, early on. Wout Weghorst and Dwight McNeil could even put them ahead, put Burnley ahead. But uh, uh, the mood that the teams uh, emerged uh, after the break was quite different. It was Chelsea who must have cleared their heads. Um, perhaps uh, Thomas Tuchel did something to them. Perhaps uh, he had uh, a, a motivational speech. He himself says that he's not afraid of losing his job. He's not afraid of change. Obviously, he knew what he was into after accepting that job. He knew that Steve, that Roman Abramovich is a friend of Putin. He knew what he was getting into. He's not afraid. Perhaps, uh, perhaps he shouldn't be because obviously he's a great coach and he showed that at halftime managed to uh, totally um, uh, rejuvenate a Chelsea a team. After uh, the, uh, the half break, pretty much um, Chelsea got uh, a goal through Reese James and then uh, Kai Havertz made it two. Two minutes later, uh, Havertz scored again uh, and uh, Then Christian Pulisic scored another one uh, after a comical error by James uh, Tarkovsky. So it was pretty much over after 69 minutes. 47 minutes, Reese James, 53rd Kai Havertz, 55th Kai Havertz and Christian Pulisic in the 69 minute. And the demolition job was pretty much done. So uh, Chelsea... They may be, may be having other things on their minds, but they still came to play. And Golo Kante was absolutely sensational. He was skating, he was slaloming across the pitch, and it was a joy to watch that player. He was gliding and flicking the ball as if there were, that was his ball. Uh, it uh, seemed that N'Golo Kante obviously uh, also has got a lot of uh, on his mind, but uh, the game just did not show. He's a very intelligent uh, player, but uh, he certainly played like if uh, he managed to clear his mind uh, and uh, was absolutely uh, irresistible in the midfield.
A totally different game was played at Anfield between Liverpool and West Ham. Liverpool were trying to avoid a double against West Ham. They lost at the London Stadium earlier in the season. This time was to be different. A nice combination for Trent Alexander-Arnold. A nice pass to the five-yard box. And Sadio Mane managed to connect. Łukasz Fabiański, the West Ham goalkeeper, probably uh, could have uh, um, played better. Uh, but uh, Sadio Mane, that combination was absolutely uh, brilliant. Uh, Jurgen Klopp was relieved. That goal gave them a necessary win to keep up with uh, the uh, champions Manchester City. It was a difficult games game. After the game, uh, Jurgen Klopp provided some uh, tips to the um, West Ham coach David Moyes who uh, are now traveling uh, to Sevilla for the European Euro Europa League game on Thursday obviously Jurgen Klopp has got a lot of experience in the European football so I'm sure the tips were very useful Liverpool in that game were uh, very far from their convincing best but this was the, their 600th victory in the Premier League and uh, uh, Jurgen Klopp after the game said to win 12 games in a row you cannot only win when you are flying we were obviously not flying we had to dig really deep and the boys did just that it is necessary to get something out of the season that we keep on going there is no time to rest there are the wins these are the wins that shape titles West Ham were very much a worthy opponent. <coughs> They put up the fight, <coughs> but uh, just couldn't convert the chances. They did not have that many chances, especially because Declan Rice was missing. Just before the game, we found out that Declan Rice uh, would not be starting in the lineup of West Ham due to illness. <coughs> It was Lanzini who... Uh, was paired alongside uh, Tomasz Socek uh, but they had uh, their chances Moy said that we got on behind Liverpool we had shots on goal and one or two huge opportunities Mikhail Antonio was great today but sometimes you need to be you need to be just that bit better against the top teams It is hard to get something here, but I did get some tips from Jürgen about Sevilla uh, after the game. <clears throat> so, um, West Ham had their own uh, chances, but they couldn't convert, and therefore uh, they will be struggling uh, to get uh, to um, uh, fight in the fight for that fourth place. There are a number of teams. Uh, there are a number of teams who are fighting for it including Arsenal, who beat uh, Watford, including Man United, and including Tottenham, most of which teams have played less games than uh, West Ham. The most important uh, game of this round was played in Manchester at Etihad Stadium. This was a game between Manchester City and Manchester United, the Manchester Derby. The Manchester Derby started as expected with uh, Kevin De Bruyne uh, connecting early on in the fifth minute. But then uh, a nice pass from Paul Pogba to Jadon Sancho. Jadon Sancho 
Sancho showed why Manchester United paid a lot of money for him uh, to Borussia Dortmund. He managed to uh, make a nice move towards the middle and uh, a curling shot uh, past the Man City keeper. It was one all, and it seemed that Manchester United would have something to say in that game. But then Manchester City just upped the tempo and Phil Foden should have scored. That was... His shot was brilliantly saved by De Gea, but he couldn't do anything uh, with uh, Kevin De Bruyne's shot from the rebound in the 28th minute. And uh, the score was two goals to one. Still uh, going at halftime, two goals to one down. Manchester United would have thought that they would have some... some um, possibility to uh, turn this game around. It would be difficult because um, Cristiano Ronaldo was not in the starting lineup and was not even on the bench. Uh, Ralf Rangnick said that he had uh, a hip collator uh, problem uh, which uh, many of the pundits were doubting. Uh, Ronaldo and an injury problem? That's unthinkable. There must be something brewing. There must be something going on uh, between Ralf Rangnick and uh, Uh, Ronaldo, if uh, Ronaldo is not available, not in the lineup, and not on on the bench for that derby against Manchester City. In the second half, even after introduction uh, of uh, some attacking um, players for Manchester United, uh, with Rashford being one of them, uh, it was uh, absolute dominance by Manchester City. Riyad Mahrez scored in the 68th minute and then scored again in the added time, even though that goal was uh, disallowed. But uh, after a VAR analysis, it looked that uh, Maguire was playing um, uh, the uh, Manchester City striker onside so that goal uh, stood and uh, Manchester City beat United four goals to one. City are simply on another level. It was uh, Ralph Rangnick's first Premier League game against uh, opposition from the so-called Big Six. Uh, City led, obviously, 2-1 at halftime, both goals coming from the superlative Kevin De Bruyne. And the hard truth was that it could have been more. With Harry Maguire suffering more than anybody in the United defense that was loose and open for most of the game, City did make it worse during a dominant second half performance incredible performance by Manchester City but uh, but uh, uh, Guardiola is not saying that it's over he says that there's still a lot to play for uh, and uh, therefore uh, you need to be cautious uh, this is a fake lead in title race that's what uh, Guardiola uh, said fake lead happy Mondays kinky groovy afro happy Mondays probably uh, the most Mancunian of uh, Manchester uh, Manchester uh, bands happy Mondays uh, for both the teams uh, they played at a good level uh, it was a nice uh, game to watch
Monday's kinky, groovy afro. The sports clerks of uh, FIFA or FIA or UEFA sometimes do not know how to behave, uh, how to uh, be decent. And FIA, for instance, uh, decided that uh, Nikita Mazepin can still continue uh, driving for Haas uh, in, and uh, the uh, Formula One uh, under the neutral flag. But uh, that decision, uh, unfortunately, was taken out of FIA's hands because the American-owned team um, the terminated the contract of Nikita Ma- uh, Mazepin uh, with uh, Haas. 
the Nikita Mazepin has been fired by Haas with immediate effect. His contract has been terminated by the American-owned team following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Nikita Mazepin's father, Dmitry Mazepin, is a part owner of Haas title sponsor Ural Kali and is an associate and friend of Vladimir Putin, Russia's president. Haas confirmed that its partnership Ural Kali is also terminated. They released a statement. A Haas F1 team has elected to terminate with immediate effect the title partnership of Ural Kali and the driver contract of Nikita Mazepin. As with the rest of Formula One community, the team is shocked and saddened by the invasion of Ukraine and wishes for a swift and peaceful end to the conflict. The FIA previously allowed the Russian drivers to continue racing under neutral flag, but the sport Federation said on Friday that all drivers must agree to its principles of peace and neutrality and acknowledge the strong commitment made by the FIA to stand in solidarity with the people of Ukraine, the Federation Automobile of Ukraine and all of those suffering as a result of the ongoing conflict. Formula One also ended its contract with the Russian Grand Prix in, on Thursday while Motorsport UK announced that Russia licensed drivers will be banned from competing in the United Kingdom. It has said that Mazepin's replacement will be named next week. The team's reserve driver Pietro Fittipaldi, the grandson of the double world champion Emerson Fittipaldi, has been linked uh, to that seat. The concluding three-day preseason test begins in Bahrain on Thursday before the opening run round in the Gulf of Kingdom, Gulf Kingdom on the 20th of March. On the 20th of March, we will be having the Formula One uh, Grand Prix without Nikita Mazepin uh, to the joy, I'm sure sure of many drivers who don't like this behavior of uh, the maverick from uh, Russia. Uh, to these um, um, to, to, to these actions of or lack of actions uh, from the clerks of uh, FIFA, UEFA and FIA, we basically say no. And uh, the best to say that is actually three times now. Beirut with no, no, no song.
Beirut. No, no, no. Three times no to these sports officials who refrain to making from making decisions about uh, banning Russian uh, sportsmen and teams from competitions. An interesting article in today's uh, Vyborcha uh, newspaper, the paper edition, article by, Mar- by Marek Deriwo about uh, sports being a absolutely ruthless. It was a lost final. Uh, looking how strong are my compatriots, compatriots, I thought perhaps that I am strong as well. Uh, this, uh, this is how modestly on Saturday the uh, Ukrainian tennis player Damiana Yastremska was saying, was, was, was talking to the interviewer uh, a number of days before, or, or just a few days before she managed to get, get out of the Ukraine uh, on a boat. In the semi-final, uh, the 21-year-old Ukrainian um, played against the Romanian Sorana Kirstea, who is a very strong uh, player. In the third set, when I did not use my match uh, point and uh, I lost the game, I thought that this is it. I lost uh, all my power, uh, but uh, the crowd brought me to life. That's what she said. She did not sleep that much uh, during this tournament, WTA 250 in Lyon, uh, because uh, she was monitoring everything that was happening at home uh, in Odessa. She returned to Odessa uh, after the tournament in du- Dubai, in which she uh, beat uh, Barbara Krejcikova. Uh, but uh, the life can change uh, uh, dramatically in just a space of a few hours. Uh, that's how she uh, talked to Eurosport about her experience. Uh, she had to get out of uh, uh, Odessa. Uh, she wanted to fly out, but then all the flights were cancelled. She was supposed to go directly to Lyon, but uh, then it was trying to get through Moldova, and then all uh, everything was closed. Uh, so she managed to get onto a boat and uh, got that way uh, to Lyon. In the final, unfortunately, she was not able to beat the Chinese player uh, who was... uh, who who beat her in the last set 6-4 so in that way we can say that the sports is rather ruthless it would have been much better if the Ukrainian managed to actually win she was crying after that final but she mentioned that all the money that she earned will, will go to help Ukraine so incredible uh, Yastremska, incredible player, incredible tennis player, incredible resilience of Ukrainians and Ukrainians, Ukrainian sports people. This woman is extremely uh, strong. Uh, and we've got a song for her. Nadrabini, Shli Karovi is Dibrovi. At the end of our sports news on the 7th of March 2022 on Radio Sport at radiosport.online. Стоя, заплакала 
dziewczyna z kozaczeńką stoja. Idziesz, widzisz, Dziewczyna z kozaczeńką stoja Zapłakała młoda dziewczyna 